0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Good afternoon everybody, or depending on where you are, it could be morning and it could even be evening. So I'd just like to say hello and thank you for joining us today. I'm very excited as well as um, really just humbled that my guest today is someone that I know will make a huge difference in your life as you listen and as you share the link to this broadcast in days to come. Her name is Char- Charlene Found. And she is the author, she is an author, I should say, and she's also the founder of Healing Acres Never Again. And just a minute here, or less, I'm going to let her tell you what that is. But I want to read something that just grabbed my attention. And I want to say that there are times when I don't know my guests and there are others when I do. Now, I feel like I've known Charlene for some time, but we met online, didn't we, Charlene?
0: We did. <laughs>
1: and I just want to read something that grabbed my heart. And one of the reasons, one of the main reasons um, she's here today. According to Charlene, there's not one of us that does not have hurt and pains, That are sometimes bigger than us. We try to ignore it or excuse that it really isn't that bad. But the pain is there, even if we don't understand it. The storms we experience in life either build or break us. They ultimately, ultimately, people, they ultimately forge our character. They build our inner strength and they create our foundation in life as well as our faith in God. And so here I'm going to be quiet, Charlene, and I want you to tell them, tell our listeners, what Healing Acres Never Again is all about.
0: Well, thank you. Healing Acres Never Again, we call it Hannah for short. But it's basically, it exists because of my own life experiences. Um, I experienced incest, rape, domestic violence, and abortion. So we at HANA help people who have been sexually traumatized. So um, that's what it's all about. Healing Acres is a place, I believe, nature, um, God is always in nature, and never again, I can explain a little bit later about that, but it's just about leaving that, um, things that happened to us in the past behind us. Now,
1: you know, I, um, did I cut you off? I, I don't mean to do that. Let me just pause it. Oh, about no, to not say at all.
0: Okay. No, go ahead. Uh,
1: okay. Uh any one of those abuses would be uh, traumatic in and of itself. And here you as one individual experienced every one of them. Now we are in this horrible pandemic or pandemics, I should say, uh, that we're all having to wrestle with one way or the other. And then I just wonder what you would say to someone who any moment we know that someone is getting into someone's bed in their own home or in a relative's or a friend's home and that someone ought not to be in that bed or they're calling a young girl or a young boy to their bed and or, Someone is being um, molested, raped, right now. And not only are they dealing with, like I said, the pandemics of our world today, those are, they, they had to deal with that. Some of them had to deal with that before this all came to light. And some of them and are still dealing with it on an ongoing basis. Some maybe it's happened once or maybe twice. And then some, here they find themselves in the middle of this this social unrest, in the middle of the virus, and now here's this one more thing. And you're talking about the fact that Healing Acres deals with healing traumatized hearts. Would your response be, say, if that person was me and I called or contacted Healing Acres never again? How would you respond to me?
0: The first and most important thing is I would just want to listen and I'd want you to be able to tell your story with no judgment because sometimes, whether it's happening now or whether it happened in the past, one of the hardest things for uh, victims who have been through any kind of these traumas, we've, especially as a child, we have been encouraged to not encouraged, we've been forced to keep silent. And when we ask for help, bad things happen. Um, so it's one of the things, it, it takes a lot of strength for somebody to, to reach out and be able to talk. So the first thing is just to sit with that person and listen and not judge and help them wherever they are in that Per particular situation and just help them assess which way to go. We have counselors, we have mentors, we have different things that we can recommend. They do a lot of things um, in video online um, to help different people. But the main thing is just being able to have a voice that gives power and it breaks that chain. It starts to break and dissolve those chains. So the most important thing I think when um, when you go through anything like this, it's being able to say, this happened to me. This wasn't my fault. It's not my shame to own. And I'm going to walk down this road and it's nice to know that somebody's going to be there to support you to help you kind of hold your hand. We can't do it for you, but we want to be there to be able to give you direction in whatever way you need to go.
1: Well, I tell you you are um such an inspiration i How did you break free? Did you have someone to walk with you or did you somehow um Oh so, uh, that's the question. Did you have someone to walk Okay.
0: With you? <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. I um incest from a very early child, a baby up until my teens. And it was by my father. So every time I would try to get help, it was I was told I was lying. My dreams and nightmares are not true. Um you're just making up things. So I went through um, actually having to survive and completely alone. And as a child, you know, I had stuffed animals that I made believe would protect me. And I had a great aunt and she would come to visit every now and then. She would read me Bible stories and she would plant trees and flowers with me. She her she was my Aunt Bella. And she we plant, planted a tree in the front yard and she told me that God can always be found in nature. And anytime you're hurting, anytime you need to talk to God, come out and get under the tree and talk to him. So that's part of where my healing acres comes from is just being able to get alone and talk to God. Because sometimes in circumstances there there is not another person around, but God is always there. He's there and he's waiting um, to listen. And I would do that. My Aunt Bella died when I was 10 years old. And especially after she died, I would go out and I would live under that tree until I moved away in my early teens. And I thought, oh, well, my life's going to get much better now because I'm going to be on my own. And that certainly wasn't the case because I wasn't equipped to make decisions um, on my own. And by the time I was 21 years old, I had been through three abortions. I had been beat up, raped, just had a devastating life. And I had been, I had a nightmare about a snake, a giant snake, my entire life that would come and attack me and rape me. And I would do everything, try to hide under stuffed animals, hide under the bed. But the snake always found me and raped me. And even after I moved out of the house... I would sleep in my closet, and I would have these terrifying nightmares. And I got a dog, a real dog instead of a stuffed animal, and the the nightmares would still come. And at one point, when I was 21 years old, I had the nightmare, and the mask fell off, and I realized the truth about what had happened, and I really fell apart, uh, just throwing up, just a mess um mm. crying couldn't could not stop crying and i found help from a counselor at a church and the counselor held my hand and walked me through everything that i'm helping people do i'm just really repeating what this counselor did for me and they walked me through years of just unpeeling layers and layers of what really happened, being able to face the truth of what really happened, and be set free from that. Because one of the most important things uh, when we're abused or go through things like that, we blame ourselves. And that's not where the blame goes. And just understanding that, that God is there and he really cares about you, he loves you, and he wants to help you walk down that path. And that's exactly... Uh, the person helped me do that and it saved my life it turned my whole life around I was able to um, I think uh, one of the most devastating things for me was the abortions and I was able I'm when I was, sorry um... I don't know what happened okay, okay. Can you hear go me? ahead <laughs> yeah
1: now I can something happens okay go ahead. not a problem <laughs>
0: One of the most devastating things to me was just going through the abortions, and I was able in my early twenties hmm. to start a home front. Our mothers will be back. Charlene, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? You keep getting interrupted. I don't know what's happening.
1: I'm looking oh at goodness. the
0: board. Okay, just just go ahead. Okay, I'll keep talking. I I I'm hearing yes. just fine, but um, okay, so I did. I was able to. Can you hear me?
1: Yes. No? You, you, okay. We're here. Do you, okay.
0: <laughs> I was able to start a home for unwed mothers. And that is one of the greatest gifts I believe God gave me is at this point in my life, it's still going on. And I can see generations of children and children's children that something that a mistake and, and uh, a tra- traumatic event that happened in my life was able to save thousands of babies and to me that's what I'm talking about how God can take horrible things that happen in your life and he can turn them around and use them for good and absolutely, I don't believe we can do it on our own. We need to be able to help and support each other down that road and just make sure that we're we're staying in that right direction and encourage and love each other along the way. And God is going to be the one that does it, but we do need that mentoring support of somebody to point the way and, and show us how. And that's exactly what I got. Um, I did have two key people in my life and they really kept me going and they kept me that's just if wonderful. you can give a child that faith then you're going to you're going to hold on to any kind of good faith that you have and and God can use that
1: <laughs> that's just wonderful you you were um we didn't hear something and I think I have it but I want to verify with you did you say that you started an organization for unwed mothers or started some sort of a
0: Movement for un- unwed mothers? I did. I started a home for unwed mothers when I was in my, ah, after I'd gone through a lot of the healing in my early 20s. Yes. 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 And it, it yes. is still okay. going. Um, yes.
1: Okay. Well, that's really wonderful. Um, kudos for that and kudos for Hannah. Hannah, I, um, I think as you were speaking, even what you were saying about God turning things that are so ugly into something good, you know, even now when we look at our uh, pandemics, we can't see a thing good about it. But if we trust God, then he has something there that he is going to bring out of it. And certainly going back to the main point for today regarding trauma and victimization um, it would be difficult for one to imagine that um, something good would result. Not that not meaning the person, because the person is not the issue, as you said. The victim is not the issue.
0: It's mm-hmm.
1: it's just so encouraging, though, to hear you speak about where you've come from. And if I didn't know, if our listeners didn't know. No one would ever imagine that you were a victim of all kinds of abuse, not one, <laughs> not two, multi-layers of abuse, and you still came out of it. And you came out of it grandly. So glory to God and and, and kudos to you. And thank I'm so thankful, as I know you are beyond grateful for the person, the counselor that came into your life because it could have been the same thing, you know. You you you're you're going from individual to individual and even maybe now the the counselor, that person could have done the same thing and thankfully mm-hmm.
0: that is not
1: what happened.
0: Because we do hear about that, all. Don't we, we yeah. do. We do. That's, and that's okay. go ahead. Oh and and that's uh, just trauma upon trauma, and things yes. bad things do happen, and that's what i said it's it's in our control, but when we when we do walk through and we're able to just get alone, first, we need to get alone with ourselves, our thoughts and god and and a lot of I would journal a lot, and that really helped. It helps you understand what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and it's not uncommon when these traumatic events happen in our life we don't you know we bury them so we actually have yes. to tell ourselves and it's it's a it's a very freeing experience it's the scariest thing you ever have to do is to face your memories and things that you have to walk down but once you're able to face them you're excited about living you're excited about life and it is it's like somebody gave you a gift And I believe that's why I say I believe these traumas can make you stronger and they do forge your character because, you know, when you come out on the other side, you know who you are, you know what you believe in and you know what God did for you and you're excited about your life. So I'm here to tell people that no matter what they go through, God can turn that around and he's going to give you a, a deal for life because of it. Well, your
1: exuberance and zeal shines through fully. I also wanted to piggyback on what you said about your counselor walking with you. And I know I'm paraphrasing, but you said something about us being there for one another. And um, particularly, I can speak, we can speak specifically to the female side because that's who we are. And so ladies, you know, when we hear women say that they've been raped or they have been the victim of incest, let's not judge them. Let's not try to decide whether or not it's true. Let's take them for their word because there's nothing I could imagine. I have, I had, I've I had several friends who have been victimized in, in, in that manner and one one friend, she had so much incest with various uh, individuals in her family that she thought at one point she'd broken free. And then years later, she just died. She did, and she became a recluse, and she just died from all of the the, the, the guilt and un, unnecessary guilt because it wasn't her guilt to carry. And she thought she had forgiven them, and they, it was like. Her father, two brothers, a grandfather, an uncle, all of that, and mom not believing her, mom not believing her, she um, did find a a, a wonderful um, man that she married, and he walked through her through it with her, trying to help her to peel it off, but in the end, it was something that ate her up in the inside and her own mom just didn't believe her. And uh, so let's just be there for each other. And I'd rather walk with a person who deceived me than to let her go and learn later that she told the truth. And so... Exactly. Does that make sense to you, Charlene?
0: Absolutely, because... People that have been through this, they've already been betrayed enough. Um, You mentioned the mother, and that's almost more devastating in my life. It was more devastating that my mom didn't do anything because your parents are supposed to be there. They're supposed to protect you. And the fact that something terrible happens and you tell somebody about it and they don't believe you or they ignore you and let you down, that is just re-injuring that person all over again and it's not our job to save anybody it's our job to walk alongside them and and listen and not judge we're not here to judge each other because we don't know any of the circumstances and no, any don't. kind of trauma any kind of trauma people you don't make light of it either because it's their story it's our story and p- different people are devastated by different events, and just not to minimize anybody's trauma either. It's it's just basically be there, listen, and uh, because people that have been through this, and if if it involves their own family, then they don't have a support structure. They don't have a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister, somebody there that when they break down, they can call and say, hey help me walk through this. Well, it's not there. And so they need to rebuild that structure. And that's what Hannah is all about, helping them rebuild a structure where they have somebody they can call. They have a partner, somebody that is going to just listen and and help point point them in that right direction. Excellent.
1: Okay, listeners. um, I'm going to ask Charlene to give you her contact information that she'd like to Share so that if you want to reach out to her
0: You may be able to do that So Charlene K. Fouts
1: Take it away
0: Okay, sure it's, uh, yeah, Charlene, the organization again Is called Healing Acres Never Again You can also find it under Hannah Our website is Healingacresneveragain.org You can email me at Charlene K. K-A-Y at HealingAcresNeverAgain.org or you can call the number is 813-577-2747 Okay. Thank you,
1: Charlene. It has been a pleasure having you on today.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.